WBNE. Howdy, yokes. Before we get started today, I'd like to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by the Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines. They're freely available everywhere, so if you use a promo code, it's not going to matter. It's still free. They're not even paying us for this. That's how free it is. But if you like this episode and you want more like it, then go get your vaccine and then head over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and check out all the great reward tiers we have over there. You can join our Discord server where you can chat with Ethan and I and live. And you don't even have to wear a mask in the Discord server, but you do if you go to the grocery store because we're not bad people. So thank you so much for donating. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get on with the show. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're going live. Or maybe we're just learning to ride a horse. So ask the girl to prom. And give up your crown. Because today we're bringing you... He's all that. He's All That was directed by Mark Waters. It came out on August 27th, 2021, which is five days ago. It had a slim $20 million budget. Uh, we didn't really know about the box office. It's got a 30% critic rating and a 28% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 35 on Metacritic. And I have a head cold. I did get COVID tested. I don't think it's COVID. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way. I still have never right. been COVID tested. Is I've it, been, I think I've three times. Now. Is this an experience you'd recommend? No, absolutely. I mean, hold on. If you think you have COVID, yes, I recommend you go get COVID tested. Uh, but do I recommend sticking a swab up your nose otherwise? Absolutely not. I had to do it myself. I think I've done it twice. I had to do it myself both times I've done it. Do not like it. Do not like it. Do not like it. I do not like it, Ethan. Do you have a positive review for me or a negative review? Sorry. I, I do. I Believe it or not, there's many. Um, uh, mm, well. there's there's a horrible one from here, here from Peter Travers formerly of the Rolling Stone uh, now from uh, ABC News that I'm not going to read for obvious reasons um, there I, I got one from James Berardinelli from Real Views who says understanding moviegoers or sorry undemanding moviegoers on the lookout for a movie featuring pretty people in a vapid rom-com that might find this movie to their liking for everyone else this movie is decidedly not all that I, that's mean. Uh, I have a review from Nell Minow from RogerEbert.com, the only one authority on films. Uh, and Nell says, a sweet little end of summer sorbet with appealing young performers and a script that refreshes the original without overdoing it. And I, who have not seen the original, surprisingly agree with this review. Tyler. Yeah. Zero out of 100. It's not good, right? Like, okay. but I will say there's a reason Addison Ray is the most famous person on TikTok. Is part of it TikTok? She's just not. Being it's Charlie like, D'Amelio. Whatever. It Charlie D'Amelio has, has twice as many followers. What? Let me tell you, Charlie couldn't have done it's, this. You know who could have done this? Cobby Lame. A hundred and ten percent. I would have paid a lot of money to watch Cobby Lame in this movie, but ever, but, but like a side character. That every time somebody did something stupid, he was just like, just grabbed the cup. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, zero out of hundred. But. But like, I think there's a reason Addison Rae is so popular on TikTok. And I think it's because she is like, she does have, even though she's not a good actor, she brings the right presence in front of a camera. Yeah, if you know what I mean? Yeah, she's got an X factor. Yeah. And she like, she definitely does. Um, and I didn't hate her. I didn't hate this script. 
I didn't hate, like, I didn't like the, uh, the antagonist. I thought that that was done pretty poorly. I didn't feel like this was a pretty, a very accurate reflection of American high school, at least how I experienced it. And this looks like it was written by people who experienced high school the way I experienced it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. All that to say, uh, 45, 45. Dang. That's kind of high. Uh, I was going to make a joke and make this another hundred percenter, but I'm not going to go that high. So Tyler, this is a, a movie I had never heard of before yesterday. Uh, featuring a TikTok star I had somehow never heard of before yesterday. Um, this is a remake of a movie I didn't particularly like, um, based on a movie I did particularly like, which is My Fair Lady, based on the play Pygmalion by a George, George Bernard Shaw. But, um... It is derivative. Let's, let's it is It is out. derivative, yeah. Just, um... <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about what to give this movie, man, and in all honesty, this is a 100 percenter. <laughs> Dead... Dead serious. I unabashedly loved this movie. Did you really? For the, for the exception of the four times I cried, uh, I spent the entire time watching this movie with a big stupid smile plastered on my face. That's exactly how I. So I. But I, I will. I, there's there's one particular reason to it. I I don't think I've ever related more to a male protagonist who started doing black and white street photography after the loss of a parent whose camera he took. Yeah. Listeners, I'm holding up the camera from the movie. The same one. Is, uh, and your dad gave you that and camera? And my dad gave me that camera. He bought it to, for his honeymoon in London. Not his honeymoon in London. His honeymoon in San Francisco and a trip he took to London shortly after. And now it's mine. And it sparked my love for film photography and uh, photographic art in general. This movie's a 100 percenter. Uh, the script sucks. It's it's not good writing. Um, Addison Ray can't act. Really, nobody in this movie can act. Um that's kind of what upset me is like Matthew Lillard came on and did his thing and he killed it and the mom did fine, but everybody yeah. else like unacceptable performances so, from a cast that should be supporting Addison every step. This, of the way. Okay, because they they picked a bunch of unknown. I do like um uh Tommy Buchanan or whatever his name is. Who is that? The, the he's Cameron Tanner Buchanan. Tanner Buchanan. I yeah. did I did genuinely like him and the sister. Um, um but like, but yeah, the yeah, the, but the, the, the acting Madison is not Pettis, good. Who played Alden couldn't stand. No, but this is, a, this is a 100% yeah. because for the simple reason of they took a movie I couldn't care less about and remade it and it should be terrible and it's not. This should be unwatchable and it's just not. Oh, it is extremely watchable. It's extremely I watchable. Like I said, I, it made me cry four times and I, and I laughed out loud and I had a big stupid smile plash on my face. I unabashedly love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. It's a little bit uh, cute. It's a little bit cheesy. It's a little bit gay. Um, there's a lot to say that like you're going to remake a movie about a bunch of white people falling in love and then just make it with a bunch of or a couple of white people falling in love. And they really just resigned all the people of color to, to side characters. And that's kind of whack in 2021 and not like a great look. Uh, I, I hear that and I get that. And um, yeah, that that sucks. But I, I unabashedly love this movie. I have nothing to I mean, it's I, I get that it is. I would rather watch this than Space Jam colon new legacy all day long. This is one of the best movie we, movies we've watched in weeks. Brutal. Just taking Peter Jackson and dragging him through. the. I mud. would I would genuinely because it's half as long and twice as funny as any of the Hobbit movies. It is funny and it is short. It was like 123 minutes before the credits rolled because all the streaming movies. No, an hour and 23 be, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. An hour and 23 minutes. It's 90, minutes 97 minutes is technically the full run length. But that you all the streaming movies have these ridiculous credits now. Yeah, they have. Because they have to do, do the watch the credits. They are credits. funny. The like oh, the, I didn't watch them. The not not like the. Not the like straight through credits, but the like the they did like the the blooper thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a there's a character in this named Aniston. Yeah, and, and Jennifer Aniston always has great bloopers. Uh, Courtney Kardashian cannot act as Courtney yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, not even as Courtney Kardashian. She's playing like Rihanna or Jeffrey yeah. Star or 
Yeah. I, Somebody who makes so, something. I think it's very easy to come into this conversation about this movie and be like, a lot of this movie, they're talking about a high school that has Paget Sawyer, who is essentially Addison Ray on a much smaller scale. What is it like for Addison Ray to play somebody who only has a million followers? I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to uh, be like, oh, well, this is so on stuff. some level, on some level, I love this movie because it is just a like they signed Addison Ray up for a brutal satire of her own shortcomings of her own existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so on some level, this is a great metaphysical work of satire that I think will just continue to age better and better as TikTok continues Gross. to go to grow and. And obviously, the more great creators you have on TikTok, the more really stupid and dumb creators you're going to have on TikTok. And the more we will see people, because um, this is this is what happened on YouTube, right? In the infancy of YouTube, it was a bunch of great people doing great videos. And now it's there's still great people doing great videos, but there's a bunch of stupid people with, you know, 30 million subscribers doing dumb stuff. With the ability to get people to watch with them. With the ability to get people to watch them, yes. So TikTok is still in its its infancy as far as that goes. So um, it will it, it definitely continue to have more and more stupid people doing stupid things and getting millions of subscribers for it um i thought this was a pretty well critique of like logan paul like because it is this like redemption story right of like yeah paget goes in and she assaults her boyfriend for cheating on her and that story gets flipped against her of course logan paul's story wasn't flipped against him that dude was wrong right yeah like he just did a wrong thing yeah but then now like logan paul is like people talk about the paul brothers and they're like yeah logan's the one i like oh i'm a jake fan listen I was thinking I about find this, this it, I, Legitimately, I know he's a bad guy, and I, I haven't, I'm not up on top of the uh, allegations against him, so if whatever I say just is is horrible, I'm very sorry. I'm not going to Google Jake Paul right now, but like, I find it harder and harder to hate Jake Paul as he becomes a real deal professional boxer. This is what I've started to notice, is that like, for a long time, your opinion on Logan and Jake Paul depended upon what you would think of kids who are fans of them, but now they are becoming people that like grown adults are fans of and those two things don't mesh like an adult who's a diehard stand of blues clues yeah not a not a real person yeah right but like a kid who watches logan paul i'm like i don't know how i feel about that but an adult who watches pay-per-view jake paul fights that sounds like something i can get down with i could totally go to that party yeah right so he beat I get the ever loving crap out of Ben Askren on television. That was one of the best television sporting events I've ever seen in my life because they were like, you know what? This is a YouTuber fighting a like Big Ten wrestler and he's a UFC guy, right? Yeah, he's a well, I mean, yeah, he's a UFC guy. You're not going to see Ben Askren on any title fights anytime soon. We just lost to Jake Paul, so probably not. Well, that was that was boxing. That's a whole I different know, but thing. Um, and that was that was months ago. Uh, he just fought this weekend against somebody else. Oh, that's what I'm. This weekend fight is who I thought. No, was no, no, that's UFC a different fight. Fighter. This is a different okay. fight. I didn't. I didn't get to watch that one. I don't, I uh, Tyron Woodley is a UFC fighter. I think. I don't know. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept saying when people would say, "Yeah, he's fighting Tyron Woodley," I would go, "Isn't she dating Aaron Rodgers?" And that was. <laughs> I my thought joke Tyron Woodley was a thing. football player, but um, I, I thought it was Shailene Woodley. I don't know who Tyron Woodley is. Um. I do know that Jake Paul won in split decision and had one of the hardest shirts I've ever seen in my life on before the fight. What does shirt say? It, it was it was uh, all the different Cleveland jerseys meshed into one shirt. Oh, that's cool. Like in like a patchwork. It was cool, man. They're becoming Jake, at least the both of them, though, because one of them's I don't remember which one, but one of them's going to fight Mayweather. and The other one's going to fight McGregor. And I will pay for but both of those events. 
I thought Logan already fought McGregor. Did he? I don't know, man. That no, McGregor's be been like healing fight. from a broken leg. He got his not like, be a femur fair snapped. fight for Conor McGregor because let me tell you, Logan Paul is like six five. Yeah, it turns. So when I first heard like, oh, Jake Paul is fighting a you know a, another YouTuber, I was like, oh, cool. Like we're gonna get into YouTubers boxing, and then I was like, no way. Jake Paul is like built for this. Like, well, like you got to remember, boxing is a sport where if you are a gozillionaire, you have nothing to do with your time. Yeah, you can just do it. You can like, I don't but, mean to say that it's easy by any stretch. No, but Jake Paul's like good at it. <laughs> right. But you can spend 80 hours a week practicing, watching footage. Like if you if you're just a freaking millionaire, and you're just sitting there. This is a sport that you can pick up when you're an adult and be a professional at when you're an adult. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But you can be a professional without ever winning a fight. And Jake Paul, I think, has never lost a fight because um, he is just absolutely built for it. Um, I don't think he has any uh, non-exhibitions on his. Well, on no, his but he, he won't for a minute. Yeah. But they did. Uh, the Ben Askren fight was great because the commentators were Snoop Dogg and Pete Davidson, which is prime comedy. What a, what a great duo. Yeah. yeah. Because Snoop Dogg bet 20 or bet two million dollars on Jake Paul in that fight and just was like yelling the whole time. And Pete Davidson sitting there in the microphone like, when are they going to start kissing? Like, I hope they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Being Pete Davidson. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about Jake Paul. We're not talking about the Paul brothers. We're talking about um, TikTok sensation Addison Ray. Addison Ray. Um, this movie's perfectly watchable, perfectly enjoyable. I enjoy the hell way. out of this movie. It's yeah. not good. It isn't good. Okay, don't don't think that my hundred percent rating is because it's good. Right? Like, <coughs> it is so comedically bad that I could give it a hundred percent and not feel weird about it. Yeah, Croak and Book, man. It was. It was downright funny. I laughed constantly. I thought it was hilarious. I've seen the original. So like every time they like referenced it, it made me giggle. And I think they did it just enough. Like having Matthew Lillard be the uh, principal, but like not show up in the movie until the very end. But just he's do the in the movie the whole time. Yeah, yeah, no, but just do the announcements. Right. So you're like, oh, is that because I wouldn't know if you didn't tell me ahead of time, I wouldn't have known because I texted I you didn't. and I was like five minutes in and I was like, oh, the mom is the girl from the first movie. That's funny. Yeah. What a, what a little 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 soft touch. I so love it when Molly Ringwald shows shows up and stuff as a mom. That's yeah. always my favorite. It's like, hey, they did the thing with the high school movie where they have Molly Ringwald. That's yeah. such a nod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny, right? It was, it was funny. And it's and at the end when she's like, uh, when, and when Kiss Me comes on, and she's like, oh, why do I know this song? And starts dancing. That's a and reference then, to the to the original. That's the song. That's the movie that made that song popular. And then Matthew Lillard get like Do, really dances. Yeah, to it it. does his like dance thing. So he plays. Um, he plays the the Jordan Van Draven character. Matthew Lillard does, does in the original. Yeah. Okay, I felt like he did because he did a lot of roles like that early on. So you got you've got Freddie Prince Jr. playing the. Um, oh no, sorry, he's not. He's not the Jordan. He's Aniston. Matthew Lillard oh, right. is Aniston. Aniston's yeah, hardly Prince, a character in this. Yeah, but he's more of a character. He's uh, he plays a guy from the real world. Uh, okay. In the original movie, but uh, so 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 Freddie Prince Jr. plays the Aniston Ray part and. Um, Rachel Lee Cook or whatever her name is plays Lenny Boggs, who is the uh, the Cameron Tyrell. Part. I don't remember what his last name is. Truly or whatever. Truly, it's like Kroost or something. Krooper. Yeah. Oh, it does start with a K. I've closed Kr the Kreller. 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 Queller. Queller. K W E L L E R. But uh yeah, and and then um you've got uh, a young Paul Walker playing the villain. There's like another guy that's the problem in the first one? Yeah. Like it is in this movie. It's another girl. The the, the person he makes oh, the bet oh, with. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. I thought the bet was stupid. I really did. Well, I was like, so you, like I understand you had to do this to create the tension, but like I mean it's all in the source material though. Like Do they have to get loser tattoos? Pygmalion is just a 
blatant taming of the shrew ripoff, but like less funny, less like Shakespearean, I, and I've more like. I've never read Pygmalion. I'm not, I wouldn't expect you to. I've read or I've seen uh, My Fair Julie Lady. Andrews, My Fair Lady. Yeah. Yeah, well, essentially, yeah, it's just like you're supposed to believe this. And it's always the case where like in the in the original movie and in this movie and where where you're like that person is physically attractive, like conventionally attractive. You're hiding it in some way. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, man, you know, she took her hair down and pulled her glasses off. And and now she's and they do it. They do it better in the um, in the original. And she's all that of, of hiding the fact that. Uh, Rachel Lee Cook is hot. In this movie, Cameron shows up and I'm just like, yeah, that's how guys look. Like, yeah, he's wearing, look he's wearing like. a beanie and a flannel, but I know plenty of dudes that dress like that. Yeah, and then when he took his shirt off, I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, always, let's... Dude, always. Yeah. <laughs> can we, for a second, can we just... Can we just... <laughs> it's like watching Outer Banks, man. Like, yeah. There's no reason for all of them to be that hot. Well, there is. It's because they live at the Outer Banks. Because they live at the Outer Banks, and a lot of them like do physical labor for a living. Right. They're charter fishermen. So yeah. They've got to be. Yeah. I don't think they are in the show, but that's that's the real people at the Outer Banks. Is like, you go out with some dude who's a charter fisherman, and he is jacked. Yeah, or like watermen, like oyster farmers, and yeah, you know, re- regular fishermen, and yeah. They're always so tan. It's like uncomfortably tan. Yeah, because they live at the beach. Yeah, they. they that they, being said, like, Outer Banks has that egregious prop. Like, it's the worst example of that. Like, why don't you just play, hire high schoolers to play high schoolers? Because, like, you look at John B. and you're like, that, that guy is 27. That's a grown. That's up. a grown up. I that dude is Banks, older than me, and he is like our age. Like, I think in Outer Banks, the whole point or the reason they did is because they probably want to be able to show like more adult scenes. Right? I mean, sure, 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 sure. But there's a there's a middle ground there where you can just like hire 21 year olds. Right. Yeah. You don't need to hire. They don't need to look like grown adults. Right. Like. Right. I don't know. Outer Banks, man. I know it's the great. girl no, got I'm like not, work done. Dude, I'm not complaining. Like that show's fantastic. <laughs> I'm like halfway through season two at this point. It's so addi- it's addicting. It stresses me out. But this this movie is a lot of the reviews I read had to deal with the product placement, like the blatant product placement throughout yeah. the whole film. Who cares? Which, like, yeah, I'm beyond caring about that. Maybe oh, yeah, it's because care. I grew up watching YouTube videos where like I'm just used to it. How is that used to it? When I, when we were young, YouTube didn't have any product placement. I mean, yeah, but then they got, then there were sponsors. I know. Now it's, I thought in the middle of the movie, Addison Ray was going to come out and be like, and this movie is brought to you by uh, NordVPN. This movie is brought to you by Coldest Water. <laughs> right. But also yeah. like that's, that's TikTok though, right? It's like, if you go to a high schooler or high school now, it's just product placement, right? Like everybody's got the hydro flasks. Everybody's got the, the, you know, this thing, that thing that they saw on TikTok. The coldest water. The coldest water bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's all it is. Like, and I'm sure a lot of the reviews of this movie were written by people that are older than me and are like, this is a stupid remake. High school movies are stupid. I hate everything. Like, cause Who's there's, got you there's in such a good mood. What? Who's got you in such a good mood? What do you mean? Is that Lex? Is that Lexi? What are you talking about? I'm, in a, I'm always in a good mood. Hello, wife. Is that what you came here for? Hello, Emily. She came to steal my cookies. Oh, thin and crispy. Oh, the toffee, not butter, man. Bro. Oh yeah. It's all about the double dark chocolate Milano's. It's, it's simply not. I'm a Milano dark guy. Dark chocolate man. is not I'm a, the answer. I'm a Milano guy, man. That doesn't, it does not matter. Okay, let's pretend for a second. Let's pretend for one of God's single seconds that you have left in this life that it's about what's in the middle of the Milano. It is. It's you not. The, you could put anything oh in the middle of a Milano God. and it would slap. Milano no, because you could put dark Milano chocolate slap. in there and it would be bad. You could put toothpaste in there, I wouldn't be about it. But if you put like a, like a toasted uh, yeah, marshmallow I would, Look, I would rather have a toothpaste Milano than a toothpaste Oreo. 
That's a tall order. It feels like it feels like I'm cheating on somebody also, if I say I Also, agree. mint stuff should not be green. Just saying. Mint is literally Yeah, green. but the flavor that you're going for is not mint, it's peppermint. So what color should mint be? Red? Yeah. Like big red? Because that's like yes. cinnamon. It should be red and white striped, like peppermint. Okay? Because uh, when I when I eat something that's mint colored, green mint colored, I think it's gonna taste like toothpaste. And it doesn't. It tastes like peppermint. Because nobody would want freaking double mint flavored Oreos. What kind of Oreo do you want? You're in charge of the Oreo factory for a day. Double what stuff. Kind of Oreos it's only double stuff. That's the only kind of Oreo that matters. Do you how often do you buy Oreos? When's the last time you got a got a sleeve? Uh, bought a package of Oreos to bring to Floyd Fest. Uh, before that, it had been since May. Uh, I think the last time I'm gonna do my goddamn best to never buy Oreos again for the rest of my life. Honestly, very not good for I you. can't afford to eat any more Oreos. I'm 28. Correct. I'm too old to eat Oreos at this point. It's true, but one day you might have children who want Oreos. Sure. And I and my plan <laughs> is by the time I have children who want Oreos. Is that I can be the mom in this movie who's like, oh man, I forgot what marshmallows tasted like. All I've eaten is muesli for the last 10 years. And I can be thin and beautiful and I thought you were a sister at first when you rolled up. When mm. when I am a mom or a dad, because I won't be a mom, I'll be a dad. Mm. I don't know, man. I just like this movie. Like it was, it feels like, because we watched Pirates of the, of the Caribbean 2 last week, which wasn't fun. And we watched The Hobbit the week before that, which wasn't fun. We watched The Hobbit the week before that, which wasn't fun. And we watched The Hobbit the week before that, which wasn't fun. I don't know, man. It's the first time I've had any fun watching the movie for the podcast in the last month, at least, because I don't remember what we covered before that. It could be literally anything. Somebody today in the Discord was like, you should cover the Sherlock Holmes movies. And I'm like, we've absolutely done that. We, no, haven't. we haven't. We haven't. If we didn't have a Marvel movie le next week, I would love to cover the Sherlock Holmes movies because they're hilarious. Next week will be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, oh, oh. Um, A week before that, we covered Without Limits, which is a great movie, but not a particularly fun movie. Does have Matthew Lillard in it, though. And the week before that, we covered Space Jam A New Legacy, which was absolute dog shit. And the week before that, we covered Black Widow, which was fun. So, um... So all I'm hearing is it has to have Matthew Lillard. July 12th was the last time I had fun watching the movie for the, um, for the podcast. It's been a minute. A it's been a minute, yeah. Ahead. So this, that's definitely contributing to the, uh... The high score here, but also like it, it um, again, it, it's really just the fact that I, I really related to uh, to Cameron in a big way. Um, well, so you're telling me by the end of high school, you were hot. God, I wish. Also, there there are no girls at our high school that looked like Addison Ray. No, I don't know how old that girl is, but she looks older than she's in high school. Than, than 18. Yeah. 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 Um, high school wasn't that diverse either. I like. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, I like how the Addison Ray character and the Jordan Van Dranen character are like two of TikTok's biggest sensations and they go to the same high school and the high school is tiny. Right. And like, she thinks that like, if she wins prom queen, then she will get her followers back. But her high school, like in the scene where they have the dance off, there's like maybe a hundred students in that room. Yeah. But also that scene slaps. I love that song. You do? Yeah. That scene did not slap. It absolutely that did scene slap. was like, let's take Addison Rae, a professional TikTok dancer, and make her look like an idiot. I thought it was great because I thought they, I, I fully, I, I vibed with the high school in this movie, right? Like I get the high school experience because I, I feel like, first of all, first of all, this movie um, is a tour de force in both directing and editing a movie that takes place in 2021. Okay, this movie is the first movie I think maybe ever that has accurately reflected the use of cell phones in a film. How so? I just like the, the way that they were the way that they played a character in the movie, the way that they were portrayed on screen uh, was fantastic. The scene where where Jordan and um, and 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 Paget are fighting. 
The, the editing and the directing and the cinematography in that movie is fantastic. It makes you feel like you're watching. You, you get all these different perspectives. I don't know. I thought it was great. You get you get to switch between all these different perspectives of people watching the video on live and people reacting to it and then people filming it and other people filming it and the two main characters. It was great. I, 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 th- I think that this movie really nailed cell phones in a way that like it feels like they actually asked someone who has an iPhone what it's like to have an iPhone. I almost guarantee they were on set and we're like Addison Ray go live. I want to see what that looks right, like. Right, exactly. Whereas <laughs> you look at you look at other teen movies and it's always like so freaking corny the way they use the phones and the way the phones show up on screen and I don't know this movie just nailed that in a way that I haven't seen before. The closest Here's, thing I could think of that even represents that is like the Fault in Our Stars. And that was I was going to say seven years ago. Yeah, Th- those were different chat bubbles then. I w- so here's here's one for you, Ethan. That was gray background iPhones. Uh, if Addison Ray today would have break up with her boyfriend on live because he cheated on her, I would be more likely to follow Addison Ray than I am this moment. All I'm saying is I followed Addison have, Ray as soon as the movie ended. I on would TikTok. not. I, pff, I did not. I, I followed not. her on TikTok because she deserves it. <laughs> is this her Oscar performance? Uh, what? If, so, so I'm going to cut you off right there. I don't know what you're about to talk about. Um, she wouldn't have lost followers. Is all I'm saying. Um, no, I don't think she would have. Yeah, even if she lost like a, a p- portion of them, that kind of event would have gone viral enough that people like me who are not in the Addison Ray part of TikTok would have heard about it and been like, oh, "I'm following her. She's awesome." Yeah, but also she fully wasn't awesome like the whole going live during your breakup is something that would not make me want to follow her but she didn't go live. right but we have no idea who calls those shots and that's part of what this movie is trying to say is like behind every internet celebrity um is a girl with acne not even that it's just is a different story right like everybody's got it even even you go back to the to the the old days like phil defranco is not just billy d right like he's hank green's a full person i mean hank green probably shows more from his regular self on the internet than most people but yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, even you and I have talked about this, that like, it's not that we're playing a character when we get behind the mics, but it's not like, I no, don't it, is, have- it is a, ca- it is a character. I, I, I think that we need to, to, to bust that boundary down because that's really where you start to get these, these parasocial creator audience relationships is when people, there are people out there who watch the things or, or listen to the things that you create on the internet and think that they know a hundred percent the true you because if they listen to your podcast or watch your YouTube videos or watch your TikToks or whatever. And trust me, uh, those videos are less than a minute long or maybe three minutes. Uh, you don't know anything about anybody on TikTok. Okay. You definitely don't you, know Addison Ray. You definitely don't know anything about anybody on TikTok. Okay. Like if you watch a YouTuber that consistently makes 45 minute hour long videos, like, like daily or, or weekly or whatever, more or more than weekly, I would say, then you, you have a better idea of what that person is about because the more content you put out, the less you play the character. I think we have definitely, um, eased a lot more into the people we are over the time with the show and the mm-hmm. character has definitely come down. And also, uh, the, you know, you meet in the other direction where if you spend enough of your life podcasting, you sort of eventually just become that guy that you are on the microphone a little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, you don't know anything about anybody on TikTok. No. It's impossible to get to know somebody in 15 seconds. It's impossible bet, to get to know somebody in a minute. I bet Straw Hat Goofy's a nice guy. I bet he is. Yeah. I bet he is awkward in real life. Nah. I don't mean that. Nah. I don't mean that like in a rude way, but like, I feel like it would take. I don't know. I feel like I would meet him and I'd be like, oh my God, you're Straw Hat Goofy. I'm so excited to meet you. And I feel like he'd be like, yes, I am. This is weird. You know, I don't know. I mean, I would I never know. say that to him. No, I'd be like, hey, you're that guy with the thing, the movie guy. 
I would say hi. I'm Ethan. I'm Tyler. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I, I do movies on podcasts. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I've been at it for the longer than you, but you know. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think Strawhead Goofy's awkward in real life. Um, oh yeah, you listen to Bacon and Eggs. I think cool, he's cool, a lot cool. quieter in real life. Yeah. Um, he's a lot less opinionated in real life. I'll tell you this much because I've, I've, um, done this before where I have, I have met people behind like, it, it's not big meme accounts, but like within the music scene meme accounts, I've like met the people that belong to those. And, mm-hmm. you know, I get, I get a conception of what that person's going to be like based on the, the, the chronically online persona. And then you meet them in person and they're usually just like, Hey, what's up? cool i'm just like a person and every time this has happened to me they've been like very enjoyable people who i had a horrible impression of because of the way their meme pages are run yeah Um, yeah so yeah just don't don't assume you know anything about the creators that you consume um at all because you don't it's all it's all a character um his name's not even ethan my name is not even ethan that's the wild thing is i i have so much that was his dj persona yeah that was my dj persona i dj entirely from my phone um yeah, I thought that was good when Matthew Lillard was like, we're paying you $4,500 to be here. And the guy's just like, yep. <laughs> we used to do that. I mean, it was from our laptop, but it wasn't like it was a Spotify premium. I just account. love the idea that they used like a five year old Macklemore song as their dance off song. Is that what that was? Yeah. It's Macklemore and Anderson Pock and Idris Elba. I thought there was a low hanging fruit opportunity to use literally any TikTok song ever yeah but they didn't and i think they didn't because they were like we're going to create a tiktok trend here yeah yeah absolutely and also because the tiktok song wouldn't be there by the time they finished making the movie that's true the tiktok sounds don't feature in this movie at all and i think that's smart yeah because if this if this came out (laughs) if this came out and there were people in, in august of 2021 and there were people doing like ghost challenges or like like the ghost photo shoot or like you know anything from last year i would have been like wow wow posers dated 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 dated. and the problem with tiktok is it's dated within days yeah you know i'm just sitting here like i'm 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 kate and i are are getting a dog around christmas time and i'm sitting here like i need the here comes the boy trend to stick around for like two more months three more months no hope no hope it's not gonna it's not gonna there'll be something else that i can do with my cute dog but i'm sitting here like man i like the cute dog trends right now i understand the cute dog trends right now i don't want to like have to learn to do the new cute dog trends and also potty train my dog at the same time you just do what i did and just never potty train your dogs yeah i'm not gonna do that it's very annoying yeah yeah i'm not gonna do that well, yeah, 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 yeah. that is nowhere in my plans is not potty train my dogs good luck with the corgi thanks what i'm especially not going to do is train it to somehow train it to stand on the pee pad and poop off of the pee pad <laughs> because sawyer is an expert at that <laughs> he's gotten really good at like sniping stuff like he can get in your oh shoes my god real yeah good. yeah he snipe pooper man secret pooper <laughs> That guy, that guy, that little, that little guy, that little chihuahua, that little chihuahua. He's actually a giant chihuahua. He is, to other he is a thick boy. But even compared to other but chihuahuas, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's he's long and tall and and yeah, burly. Yeah, um, he's like a little German shepherd. I got to yeah, he has the right colors. I got to meet another corgi from the corgi place that we're coming that we're getting our corgi from this weekend. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Yeah, because my girlfriend's sister's friends were the people we got that recommendation from. I got to meet their dog, and he was the sweetest little guy, and I'm so excited. Can't wait for you. Can have a little long boy, a little hot L- dog, little boy. long boy, indeed. He's not gonna be that little either. They, they dog, are bigger than dog, you think they are. Dog. Oh no, my my aunt has a corgi, and I I haven't seen him in a while. I guess she had probably at this point. Um, 
they're yeah they're long they're 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 chonky they're chonkers mass it's a lot yeah. of floof though yeah very floofy. Some mass. i'm gonna have to get that dude or that gal groomed a lot although it is caused by the hurricane you know this tornado thing i don't think i could live in a place where tornadoes are real because this happens like regularly yeah yeah because this happens once every four years around here and it's like it's just so like i know nothing's gonna happen but you also can't like not do anything like i didn't go to my base what if it does right what what if it's real but like if i lived in a place where tornadoes are real i feel like they'd be like hey tyler that's a tornado siren that means you might die soon and i'd be like i mean does it no if you lived in a place where it was real you'd be like oh that's tornado sirens go outside and look yeah yeah i don't know i'm not good at that uh that whole tornado thing well i'm glad you're safe it's something i was thinking about while i was uh out there in in tornado world and now i can't think oh now i remember uh as we as we record this it is august 31st august a month that only has 30 days this is a mandela effect it has always only had no august has 31 days it just (sighs) bro august didn't happen man this august happened to somebody else i went to floyd fest which is july 23rd about four days ago uh, and i've been to four concerts since then yeah well august I know it didn't happen. I know that I'm like cruising through August because people are like, oh, what'd you think of the Hobbit movies? Like the week we watched them and I'd be like, yeah, last week uh, we had a patron that was like, what's that song you talked about? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, But also tell me this. Do you remember September? I don't mean this in like the Earth, Wind and Fire context. I mean like the month September. I forget about it. Every yeah, year. Lots of things have happened in September. Uh, no, August, October. Boom. No, there is no, if anything, it's July, September. Really? So you're cutting yeah, out Yeah, because August. September, we're back in school. No, no, because think about this, Ethan. Think about this. It's midway through the school year, and you're reaching into your backpack. It's February, and you find uh, a, an assignment you turned in from September. That assignment. Oh, as as far as, hold on, really. unpopular opinion, though. As far as school goes, uh, September happens more than February, for sure. Definitely an unpopular opinion. Although For I will sure. say, like I, to me, oh, pulling out that thing that says like nine nineteen oh eight is like, who wrote this? Here's the thing. So August feels like high school. September and October feel like college. November feels like high school. December feels like Christmas, baby. December feels like Christmas. January, that's a that's a high school experience. January is a high school experience. Co- February is a college experience. March is a college experience. Probably because my birthday's in March. Yeah. Um. April is a high school or a college experience. Both March and or May and June are are, are high school experiences. Because you don't really have college. You don't really have May. At least we didn't. <coughs> we had a whole another semester in May. Yeah, basically. Um, this one goes out to everybody who is listening to this in the well-off future when college is back to quasi-normal and there's there's less threat of a pandemic. God, I hope that's real. Um, I hope the reality you're living in is nice and we all have electric cars and solar power or something. I don't know. Wow, you really think it's going to take that long for college to go back to normal? No, I just hope those things happen now. Oh, in the future. Now. Right now. We are... Um, here's here's my bold take, actually. I don't care about college anymore. Here's my bold take. If you go out right now and buy a new gas vehicle, right now, on, let's say, a 60-month car loan, not the highest, not the lowest, we will have fully transitioned to electric cars by the time that car loan is paid off. Well, not fully transitioned because there will still be people paying. Well, not fully, car not loans. fully transitioned, but like <laughs> that will be like, I think if you buy a new gas car right now, you are dumb. You're making a mistake. Yeah. I agree. If you buy any used car right now, specifically August 31st, 2021, you are stupid. I bought a used car. You made a mistake. I would like a gasoline or an electric. You car bought vehicle. that. You bought that Lexus for more than it's worth. Probably. But it gets me to and from work. So I mean, that's fair. But uh, you will you will have to monetarily pay for that decision one day. 
Yeah. Well, and I think anybody anybody that buys a, a a gas car right now on a new car note is stupid because in 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 60 months we will have figured out batteries. There will be enough electric car options. Correct. There will be a full <coughs> range of electric cars from at least one major dealer, one major manufacturer. Right. You'll be able to buy like a Toyota uh, Sienna E. You'll be able to buy a Camry E and a, and a Corolla E. There will be a full range of electric vehicles from a major manufacturer in the next five years. Now, E is a letter you've kind of claimed for yourself now that it's becoming more and more popular in the vernacular of the tech industry and electric vehicles. What do you mean more popular? I was born and then there was email. <laughs> there ain't never been T-mail. <laughs> what? Uh, really? Cause in fact, I, if I say T-mail, people are going to think that's bad. <laughs> no, not you bad. No, no, not bad. They're going to think it's, it's, this, Ethan, it's What was one of the first most popular email providers? Because to me, it looked like ho T-mail. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, a Hotmail, uh, Yahoo. Yahoo. I got a, and, and kids, this one will throw you for a fucking loop, guys. I got my Gmail account that I still use to this day, back when you still had to have an invitation Dang. to join Gmail. Is that real? Did that ever happen? Yeah. Dang. I got an email, I got an e- a Gmail invitation from Amelia Cameron. Dang. Yeah. I made tycarlin 11 at gmail.com. Oh, man. I should have said that. I'm in my Gmail account uh, after I graduated college. Oh, I've had this email account since I was in middle school. No, I, I literally I, only continued to use my Hotmail account because it was you know what, what I was attached realized? to my Xbox Live. You know what I just realized? What? We didn't have email as high school students? Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. I didn't have like a T Carlin at rcs.k12.va.us. Nope. Nope. What the heck? How did we communicate nope. with teachers and Blackboard. with each other? What was Blackboard. that linked to? Blackboard. Blackboard, yeah. I, I never emailed a, co- a teacher until college. Right. Neither did I, but like how useful would that have been? It would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. If I could be like, dear Pete Mrs. Bruce, Sign, yeah. dear, <laughs> dear, dear Karen Sign, um... I'm not coming to school today. You're my homeroom teacher, so I'm letting you know. Bye. Yeah. Oh, or dear Karen Sign, I'm in Miss Smith's Algebra 2 class. I think she's not all that. Susan Sign. Susan Sign. Let me just dox my teachers real quick. Uh, At Kelsey or Franny Stein, if you're listening, Sign. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. At Susan Sign, if you're listening to this, I miss you so much. You're one of the best teachers I ever had. At Susan Sign, I never had you for Algebra 2 or pre-calc or geometry or algebra one, which were the four math classes I took in high school. But you seem nice. Uh, every time I saw you in the hallway, you had a big smile on your face. Um, you were one that of two. That woman lived with a big smile on her face and gave me a, a lifelong love of Volvo station wagons. I'll tell you what she she had was one of two math teachers in a department of like four math teachers with a math related last name. Signing powers. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Susan Sign, um, I knew one of your daughters. She was very cool. You talked to the other one all the time. She sounded very cool. She's probably like a grown adult now, which is weird. Um, was she the younger one? The younger one, yeah. Kelsey was the older one? Kelsey was the older one. Kelsey had a sister. I think there was a younger son. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Kelsey was the older one. Kelsey was a year younger than us. And uh, yeah. there was like a... When we were Kelsey's age... Uh, Franny was like nine, I think. Okay, she younger than at that. least be like twenty. But yeah, she's like graduated college now, or maybe is in college, depending on when she, how old she was. I have no yeah, idea. So I run into this one a lot, where I'll see somebody's younger sibling, or even somebody we went to high school with, but was like a few years below us, and they'll be like, "What do you mean they graduated college?" And they're like twenty six, right? And it's like Patrick Millahan graduates college in May. Yeah, that messes me up. Patrick Millahan graduates college 
in May. In my mind, Chris's brother is still still in, eight, still in middle school at best. Yeah, yeah. But he's like a grown adult. He's um, he's like an strong, intern. On he's more muscular campaigns. than I am. Yeah, he's a he's a political intern uh, for I think Glenn Youngkin. He's gonna say things at some point, like, but it's not about the the office for him. It's about no. He experience. described himself as as a mercenary. He'll work for anybody that will hire him. Yeah. Uh, he just, I guess, he's gonna go be like a like a like a lobbyist. Hey, I dear, think. dear listener, we're talking about people you do not know in a hyper niche way. <laughs> yeah, this is the narrowest casting we may have ever done. We're talking about <laughs> our best friend Chris. You can go listen to him on the uh, Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes so Back five. episode. Yeah. And uh, he has a younger brother named Patrick that was a child when we were like uh, middle schoolers. Well, he's always been a, a child since he was born to us until he's, he's still younger than us. But yeah, this kid graduates college and is like a grown man with a, a big boy job as an intern, something I never did. Uh, <laughs> I was um, never an intern anywhere. Doing college correctly. Um, it never seemed like a priority. It was is never both taller like, and more jacked than I am. Same. But that's part of being 20. And, and more like, tan. Think about and this. And blonder, Ethan. which is weird with the tan. Yeah. This is a weird thing, Ethan. Think about this. College students, like the average college course load is like 15 credit hours. Yeah. If you take more than 15 credit hours or you take music classes where they say it's one credit, but you're there for three hours. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to somebody who sits in a classroom for 15 hours a week. Imagine all the time you could have to go to the gym. Oh, music. I'm being a music major so hard. I spent so much time in class. Blah, 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 blah. Sounds like I was over it then. I'm over help. it now. I was over it then. I'm over it now. I was over it then. I'm over it now. It doesn't sound like you're over it at all. No, I'm over you people being like that. Ah, yeah. yeah. Because they never once did a regular class and were just like, oh, man, my music classes are so hard. I have to practice piano. Yeah. I have to play my instrument in front of people. I had to write a 30 page paper and then give a uh, 20 minute defense of it in a freaking surgical mask because I had strep throat and they wouldn't let me. Um, oh, you're losing sympathy on that story because that's everybody now. Yeah, but this was this was 2014 <laughs> and they made me go to Lowe's and buy an N95 so I could perform my the defense in front of human beings because they wouldn't move it or let me do it over Zoom. Zoom hadn't been invented. Do you think Zoom was around? I don't know if it was. I'm sure it was because every tech company that's huge, every tech company that's huge in five years has already been created. I guess so. Yeah. Is that us? Are we, when we hit the five year mark, will we like, will people be like, we go to WBNE.org. They're our primary internet service provider. Probably not. Yeah, man. If, are we the new max fun? Did we take over podcasting? God, I hope so. Or Jesse Thorne and Jordan Morris. If you're listening to this, um, I'm not above. Yeah, contact me. I'll tell you one thing. We I will put, sell this shit in a heartbeat to Maximum Fun. We don't put enough into it. Like we don't. We don't put enough into it. I'll tell you that. No, we don't. You're absolutely correct. Like, we don't write blog posts matching our episodes. Nope. Because we are. <laughs> as much hey Tyler, as much as I love talking to you about movies, we were not the right people to do a movie podcast. Believe it or not, bud. No, I get that. You know, and I'm with that response. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with us doing a movie podcast. I don't think we do the traditional movie podcast because I've never listened to one and I never will. I think, you know, as we get, what are we going into year five? Yeah, I think I think we can break. We've said this going into every year. I think we can completely break the structure a few times and just talk about random stuff. I don't want to get to, I don't want to, I don't want to devolve all the way to just two dudes talking. To I Ear think. Biscuits. Okay. So like Ear Biscuits, Popcorn Culture. Hello, Internet. All of those are great podcasts with great chemistry, but I don't think I don't know. I just don't feel like we would really get anywhere. I think we would very no, quickly devolve into because like, those podcasts are for people that have followings. Right. We, we have followings because we're podcasters. Right. <laughs> Not the other way around. 
But Ear Biscuits used to be a really good internet or uh, interview show. Right. Like really good. And then they were like, we're going to stop interviewing people and start having interesting conversations about stuff, which they've done great as well. Turns out those two dudes, Rhett and Link, uh, are just good at making content. Who would have really thought? lived their lives? Yeah. Yeah. Have really lived their lives and 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 f- formulate their richness into interesting stories instead of boring TikToks. Yes. Because as much as I love it, Ray in this movie, I watched like 15 of her TikToks in a row and already hated her. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much to it. You her know? or Charlie at one point's bio said, I don't get it either. I mean, and that's that, fair. I have no problem believing that Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio and uh, Addison Ray are just normal humans. I don't think they. I think the movie does a pretty good job of portraying that. Like, yeah. they wake up and it's all fabricated. But that's literally every teenager now. You know, yeah. every teenager in this sort of well, zhuzh. every teenager is a freaking influencer now. I mean, I've, I've I'm getting to the point where I don't want to be an influencer anymore. I just want to tweet what I want to tweet. I, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to be an influencer at all. I want to be like a novelist. <laughs> Yeah, I just want, I want to, like, to I want people to go to my Twitter to get some idea of what my brain is like. Yeah, not what I'm selling. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at, which is why I'm so bad at keeping up with the the brandstagram. I'm also bad at keeping up with Tyler's Instagram because I don't one. I don't know who uses Instagram and two. I don't know what I'm supposed to post. So I don't follow a lot of um, I didn't listen to a word you just said because I was thinking about Neil Gaiman. I apologize yeah, for that. I follow him on Twitter. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's a great Twitter account. I have his notifications on on Twitter, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, just because he tweets a bunch of stuff that I'm interested in. Like, I want to I want to see him do like live streams and stuff. Um, and I have a few people's notifications on or like I follow them on Twitter actively and like look at their stuff. And a lot of those I find are musicians or writers or movie people or whatever that like just tweet interesting stuff Uh like if i didn't like jason isbell's music i would not mind following his account yeah i don't particularly like jason isbell's music or i don't listen to it that's an incorrect opinion yeah i guess dislike is the wrong word there i don't listen to a lot of jason Isbell. look we gave chase uh uh, last name redacted our our college roommate a lot of crap for liking jason isbell um tyler i'm here to tell you uh that dude it was right 100% correct this is a real deal Jason Isbell is a real dude he's one of the greatest songwriters to ever live I'm firmly convinced of it his music is great but he's just like a good presence and just like a good guy on the internet same with the mountain goats right like I don't I'm not interested in, in, in John Darnielle talking about shows he's playing I'm interested in wild tweets about Magic the Gathering right so like I have his notifications on and and I watch those because they post stuff all the time that, that like I turned it on when I was looking for tickets um, and I have not regretted it ever since I find out about good vinyl and stuff that way, but they just post like regular people. Right. And like that makes me feel like I'm I, I enjoy their stuff more because I feel like I get some glimpse of what they're like in real life. Yeah. Like Neil Gaiman is like this um, where I read his books and I feel like I know him. I don't know him at all. I know him more than 90%, 99% at this point of authors I've ever read that aren't John Green or Hank Green. I know John pretty well. I mean, I, don't I know, know John, John and Hank pretty well. Uh, I know nothing about Ernest Klein. I'll tell you this on the flip side of that. I don't know John or Hank at all. No, but like I, I, I don't, I don't ever get into the parasocial relationships, right? I don't think that I know celebrities or whatever. Um, I think that allows me to be pretty, pretty, uh, mellow as far as celebrities go. Like I don't have my high highs or my low lows. Like I am not a, uh, really a super fan of a lot of things, but even things I am a super fan of, I've never had an issue being like starstruck or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like, 
I've had pretty uh, interesting conversations and dealings with people that I admire that I really have no business ever talking to just because I've been able to sort of approach people like a human. And on the other end, like I, um, I don't know, I get something out of those, those accounts though. It's like, I don't feel like I know John Green, but I know more about John Green than almost anybody else I've ever read a book by. Like I've, I've read more of John's and listen to more of John's words about himself than, than, than any other author. Ever, yeah. Yeah. Cause like I've listened to, I've listened to 150 episodes of Dear Hank and John. Like that's so many more times. I don't even remember the names of the books. I, the names of the authors of the books I read most times, but I have had more interpersonal communications with Beth Rekels than I have Hank Green. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's to the point where I didn't even think about Beth when I was thinking about this. Um, because like, I would consider her like a real friend. Like, yeah, just like a, like a person I'm friends with. Like a person I talk to. It has nothing to do with her books. I just happened to like her books, but like, I had never read a a single word she wrote. I think the first time I spoke to her. Yeah. I don't know if I had either. Um, I'd seen her movie. Yeah. Uh, and then there are other artists and, 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 and musicians and movie people and, uh, and authors that like, I know nothing about. Nothing. I've never considered what Ernest Klein does in his spare time. I don't care. I'll I don't tell you want this to one. Know. I don't want to know more about Brandon Sanderson because you Google him and it's like Brandon Sanderson is a devout member of the Church of Latter Day Saints, and that colors everything you want to know. Right. It's like, man, now I know. Although there are sometimes that I do want to know more about the author, and like all I have is the books. I don't. I really like J.D. Salinger's novels. I'm like a big yeah, fan. Yeah. I don't want to know. Well, he just doesn't exist. Know. Yeah, he can't exist. I don't want to know. No, no, he literally doesn't exist. What do you mean? Like, well, he I mean, he did exist, but like he just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, but I also don't want to know. I don't want to know about the yeah. women he dated and how he treated them or the men he dated or I don't want to hey know. Hey there, Salinger. What did you do just when the world was looking at you to write anything that meant anything? You told us you were through. I don't know what that's from. Uh, The freaking Streetlight Manifesto song. Here's the life. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. I will say... The- the, the the one about all the writers that committed suicide. I will say, uh, Franny and Zoe. Yeah. It's a good book. It's a good book. It's a good book. That's a good 170 pages. Yeah. I read that in like two hours and it was awesome. Uh, this is the first book. It was more than two hours. It's very have, dense. It's extremely dense. This is the first book this year that I've been sitting down with a highlighter and writing notes in the margins. Uh, man. Oh, you'd be highlighting every line of that book. So many dingers. Dude. I love the way... Jay Salinger writes where you get so into the um, perspective, right? Like he is a full voice that he does for all of his characters. Yes. And I love that. I love the execution of that always in books. Yeah. Um, But you know who I wish I didn't know? J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Why do I have to know who she is? I still don't know who Addison Rae is, honestly. What was she? What is she popular for? No, that's it. The TikToks. She, she's yeah, yeah. But like, what on TikTok? No, no, no. I don't mean outside of TikTok. I meant what on TikTok did she do? Like she, she was just around. I think when it was still musically. Okay. And she was already big when it grew. And I think she probably just hit the for you page just right. But gotcha. I mean, she's just like a little TikTok dancer. She's like she, she doesn't. I she doesn't she, do like she doesn't have a thing. No, no, she didn't do like impressions or she didn't sing okay. until this movie. And then when they were like, then when they sang Teenage Dream in this movie, I was like, oh, that's so cute. They like, they both went up there and embarrassed each other. That's, oh, they, oh, that was good. Okay. Oh, that oh. was supposed to be good. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. I think that's just because like I, uh, the whole time I was like, this girl looks like Olivia Rodrigo and she's a way better singer than Addison Ray. Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah. The professional platinum recording well, artist? look, I said she's a better singer. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. You're saying Addison Ray's better than Olivia or Olivia? No, better? I'm saying Olivia's a better singer. Yes, I would agree. I'm not going to extend the rest of it. <laughs> I'm saying she's a better singer. 
Uh, yeah, she's definitely a better singer. There's no doubt about that. But the, yeah, so I was listening to As Rain. I was like, this is, I mean, this is not good. This is bubblegum pop. This is bubblegum pop. It's not even good bubblegum pop. The song they put out for this movie, what'd you think of that? What's Van Dannen or whatever. Oh, is it, did they actually put that out? I don't know. I mean, they made TikToks to it at the end of it, so I don't know. I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it's not good. I would not listen to Jordan Van Drainen. Drainen, that's what it is. And there's a look, there's a lot of good music on TikTok, okay? Like Tyler and I got into it about, not got into it, but we, we, uh, I I think, I wouldn't say argued is the right word either. We just had a a deep conversation about uh, TikTok stars and their place in the music industry, of which I don't really think they have one. Um, Like if you want to go on TikTok and make music, that's different from making it on TikTok and then making music. Yes. Um... And we got in uh, in a conversation about Olivia Rodrigo and and Bella Porch because she had a song out at that time. Um, if that's the thing you remember, because she disappeared extremely after that. Uh, um, build a build a girl. Yeah, build build a fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> I thought that song was pretty good. That was catchy. Eh, I mean, eh. I didn't. Think, I'm not like Grammy award winning Shape of Water quality, but I mean. It, it was a song. Was, I mean, it's just as good as it Firework was weird, by man. Katy Perry. Like, no, it's she, better. It's not as good as Firework by Katy Perry. Come on, man. Maybe not. That was a thing. But that's but that's the thing. It's like um, there's a lot of good music on TikTok. That being said, uh, and we had a conversation about which TikTokers deserve to win is what Tyler put it because he was like, I don't think you think anybody should should get to win off of TikTok. And I said that's not true. Um, especially specifically in music. And one of the people he mentioned was Addison Ray. And I don't know why, because she doesn't make music. I thought she put like a song out or something. Oh, does she? Did she? I don't I mean, let's find I have no out. idea. But uh, I, I, I do think she deserves a win because I think she did a fine job in this movie. But I, I would be upset if she became a top 40 recording artist. I can almost guarantee she will both become a top 40 recording artist and also isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I don't I'm not worried about her going anywhere. I just like I I don't know. I don't like it when other people do, do music when with people outside the uh she has a song called Obsessed that has 19 million streams. Well, I never heard it. This is what it sounds like. You turned our song down, baby, what for? You had the candles on the dashboard. Red roses growing out of the door. I know Charlie has a song out. It's awful. Or Dixie or something. One of the two. Okay. This is the song. Yeah, it's not very. It good. sounds like a, a Maroon Five song, but not sung as well. Yeah. Also, this image of her on Spotify looks way more Kardashian than she did in this movie. Well, through the through the zoom, she looks like a like mid nineties country star. Yeah, no, I mean she looks kind of like Shania, right? Yeah. Now let let me tell you, Shania deserved to win. Okay. Shania was not on TikTok, but she did deserve to win. She did deserve to win. Do you think and, and, ever? Do you think one time he was driving down the street listening to the radio and he was like, "Yes, I am Brad Pitt. Screw you too, Shania." <laughs> so you're not Brad, Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. I mean, look, I I am a white cisgendered male. Okay. Yes. But when when Shania hits that "Let's Go Girls" at the beginning of man, beginning of man, I feel like I'm a, a woman. woman. I'm a woman, right? Like I would walk through a wall for that woman at that point. That's no. There are a few songs that in the in my entire life that have gotten me hyped like that song, and I've never in my life felt like a woman. That's one of the so, the all time songs, right? It is. Elvis I'm, Presley would rise from the dead and be like, "It's cool that I made this happen." I want to tell you a story. Okay. There is a French musician by the name of Charlie D'Amelio. Charlie D'Amelio. Who? She's not French. Nope. Okay. This is somebody else entirely. Oh. 
Oh, who has a uh, has a profile on Spotify that has songs. You would think like just because of the name, they have like millions of downloads. Nope. Their top song is 31,000 downloads and it's called Nano Babylon. I wonder if it's any good. Oh, this would go on my reading playlist. Oh yeah. I'm very confused. Okay. What if it is Charlie D'Amelio? It's not. Dixie is the one that makes music. Yeah. Uh, Psycho featuring Ruby Rose. Fuck Boy. Be Happy. One Whole Day featuring Wiz Khalifa. Be Happy Remix. Latest release is Psycho featuring Ruby Rose, who I thought we were done with. I thought Ruby Rose was in a show in the CW and everybody was like, no, we're not doing this anymore. No, I think we're still doing Ruby Rose. Are we? I mean, I like yeah. Ruby Rose. She was great. They were yeah. great. They were great in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I think we're still team Ruby Rose. I mean, I'm all in. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I mean, look, when it comes to CW, I just ignore it entirely because people get upset about it and then people get happy about it. And like, I don't have time for Supernatural. Um, no, I don't have time. For I don't have time for the Supernatural fan. If anybody sends me a GIF of Supernatural, you're getting blocked fully. I, I don't I do not summon them. I will not accept it. Um, the last thing I need to do is be retweeted and canceled by a Supernatural fan. Uh, so if you tweet Supernatural stuff at me, I will block you. I'm warning you that ahead of time. What if we watch it and it's good? I bet it it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Because I do not need, I do not need all of my replies to every tweet. I ever tweet for the rest of my life taken up with Sam and Dean gifts. It's I'm not going to have it happen. Okay. It's not going to happen. It won't. Also, he should have been Dean in Supernatural. If you're going to put him as Dean and Gilmore Girls and then name a character that Jared Padlecki plays in a show with Dean, he has to be Dean. End of story. That show's stupid, though. It's really dumb, and I don't like it. I'm not saying you're a bad person if you watch it. I just think it's dumb because I have a stupid college roommate that watched it all the time, and then I watched it, and it was terrible. Gilmore Girls? No, Supernatural. I was about to say. I, I thought Gilmore were... Girls is incredible, and don't you even blaspheme for half a second. I know you were. Team Gil- Logan. Gilmore Team Logan, stand. fully. Uh, if you're a Jess fan, get out of my life. I think I think moving into 2022, Bacon on Eggs transitions directly to Gilmore Girls. I can't do two T because I already told Becca I would do a Friday Night Lights watch through podcast with her because I've never seen it before. Um, I cannot do multiple TV show podcasts per week. Also, there's already like a two white guys, one who's seen Gilmore Girls obsessively and one who hasn't does Gilmore Girls podcast. Oh, that's so different than our current podcast where two white guys watch movies and talk yeah, but about like, them. Yeah, but like that's that's different, though. I think there's another show called Bacon Sale where it's three white guys watch those same movies we do. Probably. Yeah, we pass. I can, them, guarantee, I can guarantee you that Bacon Sale did not cover Pirates of the Caribbean 2 Dead Man's <laughs> Chest last week. Last week. Do you think they covered that this week? Or they covered, uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 you know what I'm talking about. The movie we're watching now? Yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out. Fine. I'll do it myself. What was that accent? That's what Thanos says. No, you kind of, but you kind of said like, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself, huh? I'll do it. I, hey, Baba the Booba, <laughs> yeah. Tony Stark, you've gobbled your last ghoul. <laughs> Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps and gabagool. <laughs> Bacon sale, 825 followers. They did not. What do they cover? Uh, Last thing says a grim outlook. I don't know what that is. That don't impress me much. Here's my thing, listener. If you didn't want us to cover movies next year, and don't say books. I'm not reading a book a week for this podcast. I can't, I'm way too much of a mood reader to get, get away with that. I'm thinking about doing uh, d- joining BookTube. I was thinking about doing Book Talk. I mean, I would do that too. Yeah. But uh, if Bacon and Eggs did something other than cover movies, what would we What would we talk about? What would you want to hear us do? do we NASCAR? Rev- do you want us to review stuff? Do you want us to 
to yeah do you want us to review that's a real thing do you want us to keep reviewing stuff or not i'm ready for a total overhaul of the system i am i'm ready for a shake-up and if you want us to do a movie a month we can do that too or a movie a week or a movie a week if you want us to keep the show the same we can do that too we just don't know <coughs> we've been doing this for a while okay we have we've been doing this for a while we're going into our fifth year of doing bacon and eggs you know uh, that's a lot of podcast. It is a lot of movie content, a lot of stuff you can listen to. And the thing is, is we're like kind of running out of movies. We're not running out of movies, but we're not right. But like we're running out of obvious choices for our show. Yeah. Now with Marvel picking back up and ramping their thing up, I think we would continue to cover. I mean, yeah, Marvel we've got movies. like a freaking Marvel movie a month for the rest of time. Yeah. At this point, got to keep doing the Marvel movies. I don't know. I here's what I find, Ethan, is I talk to a lot of strangers, and I'm like, yeah, I do. I, in my free time, I do podcasts. I'm like, oh, what kind of podcasts do you do? And then I'm like, oh, I do a movie podcast with my best friend, and we have a network. We have shows about you know like. And they uh, say, oh, can I come in and talk about this movie? No, they don't say that because they're strangers. And oh, I would say okay. no. But they say, oh, my gosh, have you seen Goodfellas? Have you guys covered that one? And I'm like, no, we haven't covered Goodfellas. And no, I haven't seen Goodfellas. I know that well, it's Well, hey, good. look, that's your fault. Man. I know it's like, my fault. But I'm really tired of this conversation where they're like, oh, oh, you guys probably, what's your favorite movie? Probably The Godfather. And it's like, no, I haven't even seen The Godfather. I don't care about The Godfather. That's not the kind of stuff we do. We do like more like recent releases and like oh did you see that new horror movie that everybody's been talking about it's like no we don't it's we tough don't, to explain what think. exactly we cover to the outside person right right we cover of like why why no you can't come on and talk about reservoir dogs but you could probably come talk about shrek too right we we cover you know cult blockbusters and big stuff a lot of, there's a lot of movies that come out that are like specifically for grown-ups like like bachelors which i guess you are uh, that I just have, I think you also have like no interest in and we do not see. Yeah, not really at all. Um, they're called action movies. Yeah. Like fast nine. I didn't go to the theater for that. I'll probably see it at some point. Cause I like those movies well enough. I would have gone to see the theater to see it. If I had seen fast eight, I don't know which if I I've haven't. seen fast eight. I don't know where the story's at right now. I know Dom's got family. Yeah. I've only seen seven where they do the, the Charlie Puth thing. That's a good send off. I'll tell you what, if there's anything TikTok has taught me, it's that I like Charlie Puth. Do you really? If TikTok's taught me anything is that I don't like Charlie Puth. Love Charlie Puth. People with perfect pitch are so annoying. I Yeah, but his music sucks, okay? Like, it. I mean, it doesn't. It's objectively good in that way that, like, everybody likes Charlie Puth, and, like, he does have perfect pitch and produces good music, and, like, I just don't like it because I don't like that he sings like that all the time yeah um but it is, it is like objectively correct the correct way to make pop music but like he, i his online persona is so funny to me i love him i just when people are like yeah i've got perfect pitch i'm like that's such a lame party trick i have an iphone i can make a g like we're fine right but like he doesn't he's not that about it at all do you remember being on stage with somebody who had perfect pitch though yes but La. he's not like that about it at all here's your note La. Okay, that's the tenors. I'll tell you what, when you, if you're, uh, here's the thing, you're, imagine for a second that you're Charlie Puth, okay? You're young Charlie Puth, who got, like, hit by a lawnmower or something, and caused you to have a random slit in the side of your eyebrow as, like, a scar. Imagine what it's like when 15 or so years later, people are like, you know what's in? Eyebrow slits. <laughs> he had to have been like, this is incredible. This is my moment. Because I was like, wow, Charlie, because I saw pictures of him a while back and I was like, wow, Charlie Puth was like early on the trend of like white dudes do eyebrow slit. 
Do you have and one? And so I like, I, and then I, I figured out that it, he was like, yeah, no, this is just, this is a scar. I've had this since I was like five and people thought I was weird for most of my life. Imagine just growing into like the correct trends. Trends. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like to be trendy, to be like, like if, if in, yeah. in five years people come up to you and they're like, yo, that random scar on your leg that looks like a hole. That's hot. That's in. We're, we're about that's that in now. right now. I'll be like, I'm 32, so... <laughs> People are getting their, their legs scooped out. Yeah. Actually, how old am I? 28? I'm 33. I'm 33. <laughs> yeah. I, whatever's in, I don't care. I <laughs> Right? Like, I'm I'm over in. I've got a kid's soccer game I've got to get to. I'm the coach. <laughs> yeah, you have a... What a... a seven-year-old. Seven-year-old, yeah. I'm wearing Umbros right now, man. Are these in yet? These, they've been in, man. Umbros? Yeah, the Umbro soccer shorts, they were yeah. in while we were in high school. Yeah, they're so thin. Yeah, I mean, they comfy, for sure. You remember in college? But, but, now on. that... I've, no, got, a, I've okay. got a cursed memory. No. I've got a cursed memory. Okay, okay. You remember in college, when we were in the marching band, they gave us athletic shorts? Yeah. That's a cursed memory. Do you remember those athletic shorts? They were they awful. Were like, they, they were like... like they were shiny. They were, they were like made of silver. <laughs> yeah, they were awful. And they had no pockets, and they had the... This is the stupidest thing. If you make clothes, I'm mad at you right now, because you at least at one point signed off on shorts that instead of having a drawstring that you can tie like a normal person, it's a loop that comes out of one end. Oh my god. And you have to like slip knot it? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not with you. If there's a, somebody that's going to tweet at me and be like, oh, Telly, this is how you tie that and it's actually better in every way. You know what? Well, it I'll is better because it. it doesn't... Um, You can't lose it, it? You can't lose it, yeah. Okay, just be better at this. Like, I... You can't tie it bunny ear style, so it's not better. Somebody's going to show me a video how you can tie it bunny ear style. I can tell you that right now. In fact, I'm I sure. It, I can picture it in my head. Yeah. You just whip, whip, done. Bunny ears. It's good stuff. I should have thought of this a long time ago. And uh, you loop de loop and pull. And, pull and, and your shoes are looking, looking cool. cool. I'll tell you one thing. I'm 28 years old. When I watch that video, I am lost on how to tie a pair of shoes. <laughs> Yeah, because I just, it, it's so many, it feels like so many steps and so much yeah. using both arms. <laughs> right. I just, I just tie the shoes, man. I don't know what to tell you. Right. I tie my shoes often too, because I wear a pair of Allbirds that will not stay tied. Ooh, my Allbirds generally do stay tied. That's very nice. So it's the, uh, I have the, the runners I have stay tied all the time, like the normal ones. And then I got yeah. the, uh, kind of like plimsoll, like foot at the back kind. Yeah. And they never stay tied. They will not. The laces are different. They're flat instead of wound or round. So that's mm, everything. That is everything. Because uh, flat laces, unless they're very thin, don't stay tied. This is what Converse has figured out over a long time is the flat laces in the chucks work. Because they do stay tied? Yeah. The, the really thin flat laces they put in Converse stay tied. Oh, okay. And they're nice and flat on you on the on the tongue because it's got a lot of lace on the tongue. It does have a lot of lace. But also, I know how to tie the, uh, the like... Uh, store bought knot that you get like for with the with well you wouldn't know this because you never bought you never bought capital S sneakers but they come they come like tied like the the single loop pants oh and they don't come untied that way I I have a pair like of, that's how the Yeezys come is like and the NMDs come tied like I have a pair of uh, Star Wars collection Adidas the the Ultra Boost right yeah yeah would they have come like that probably potentially. I don't know. Ultra Boost are still kind of um, like even when they're the collections, Adidas still kind of like treats them as like runners and like dad shoes. I would buy more of them. I love my. Ultra yeah, Boost. for sure. 
But like Adidas hasn't real. I don't think Adidas has realized that they're like properly trendy. I don't know, man. If they're doing collaborations with Star Wars, they've got to think something about. Well, they're them. not just doing the Ultra Boost though. They're doing all kinds. Of, like they never just do the Ultra Boost because <coughs> um, they're not going to do Ultra Boost and not MDs. Now I want to know about more Star Wars shoes from Adidas. You know, Adidas does some really great collabs with Disney for Mickey Mouse shoes, but they yeah. literally only make them for children, and it makes me mad every time. Oh my god, the uh, freaking um, they do this with the with all the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do like. Buzz Lightyear NMDs and they're like for children. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I want those. Those are for me. Those are for me. Just make them an 11. Men's 11. Yeah. They won't do it. And literally it's just like white and neon green and purple. And they're like, nope, nope. You can't have it, Ethan. You can't have it. You got to buy your own pair of white ones and then paint them yourself. And now you smell like spray paint everywhere you go. That's what the TikTok doesn't tell you, Ethan, is that when you spray paint your shoes, Guess what your shoes smell like? Spray paint. Spray paint. If there's a solution you know, for that, is, I don't want to know. I'm this not is the thing, you know, I have I have $1,500 worth of sneakers and I wear uh, Converse All-Stars and sandals and Uggs. Uh, I have a lot of shoes. And uh, Allbirds. I have a lot, a lot I finally of found my Chucks and I missed those. Took me a second to remember what Chucks are. Yeah, they're the best shoe ever. Uh, maybe for you. They look really narrow to me. Congrats. They're the best shoe ever. They never, they've never gone out of popularity and they've never stopped being comfy. Okay. They look heavy. They're not heavy. Oh, my vans are heavy. I don't like vans. Though they're not vans. I know, but vans are heavy. Some of them. The Spider-Man ones I have. Those are the ones I'm talking about. That's fair. They got a lot of paint on them and they're like the old slip-ons. Yeah. But they always land on their feet. They do. Because they weigh a thousand pounds. That's how they do that. <laughs> it's a thick that's, sole. That's the um, trick. They, they have lightened it up soul. and made the like ultra cush, ultra light version, which are nice. But yeah, Chuck Taylors, man, they're they're great. I got a, a white pair that's not particularly white anymore, but is still comfy. Uh, David Tennant wore white Chuck Taylors in Doctor Who. That's that's, that's the only color I'd buy anymore, honestly. Yeah? I think so. How much is a pair of Chuck Taylors? 50 bucks. Twenty two ninety nine. Oh, those aren't them. You have to go high top or low top? You have to go. Uh, high top's the only way. Low top looks like bowling shoes. They both look like bowling shoes. Nah. They went through a phase uh, last year or two years ago when when white chucks are very in. And that's when I bought mine and I have not regretted it. They're still in, but they're like they were very in there for a minute. I just I, how do you keep up with in anymore? I just can't do it. Well, they were in in like my sector of the world. Oh, OK. Like band guys had white chucks. I, I work with sit, like professional salespeople. And what goes in for us is like plaid blazers, which like I'm all about it. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. Anything, any non-traditional blazer. Right. But it is like a very sales guy thing. Like, you, like yeah. if you're not careful, you do end up looking like the traditional used car salesman. Because a lot of guys will tell you, oh, just go to Goodwill to get good blazers. No, 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 no. We got a lapel situation going on. We got a lapel situation going on. Once yeah, they start thing. bringing fat lapels back in, I'm done. I'm out. I'm, I'm, I can't do it anymore. Why? Because you're a chonky boy? Yeah. That Wouldn't that make you thinner? Don't you want a large lapel? I don't think so. I don't know. I have no idea. I've just gone through. I've, I've lived my entire life with thin lapels. Yeah, I'm a thin lapel guy through and through. I like when tuxedos, when they don't have the uh, carrot in them. I don't know if that's the term yeah, for the, it. Yeah, uh, the, the like... There's a, a, a there's a specific collar. Yeah, but I like but it when it's when it's all. Yeah, doesn't have the uh, one collar. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think that's I a do good too. Look. That's uh, I'm I'm trying to buy one of those like velvet burgundy velvet tux coats. Yeah, uh, like your brother has for this wedding I'm going to in uh, in November. You know, I know somebody who sold that to my brother. It would be my sister in law. Yeah, so I know. So you could probably reach out to her. I I could definitely and say hey. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get one on the internet first, though. So, hey, Michael Austin's sister-in-law. For, like, less money. <laughs> I bet she sells it to you at cost. Maybe. I don't know, though. Don't quote me on that. Alice, don't quote me. I would have to buy a lot of things from Alice to make up the kindness that she has done to me in my life. Yeah? Yeah. Ah, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. 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 And that's what I'll wear if I can't find a burgundy suit coat. <laughs> 
I don't want to find one then. I have one yeah. that's, I think, too large for me, but it's probably too long for you. And yeah, that's it. It ain't going to be large enough for me. You don't think? No. I'm a chonky boy. You're not that chonky. You're, you're, you're like geographically thinner than I am. Yeah, but like I take up a lot of space, man. A lot of people don't realize, this, especially in like picture. Maybe, in, maybe in pictures they can tell. I've got, yes, but less than me. I know. I, this is the thing. I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't like pictures of myself. We're about to get personal, right? But I don't like. How did this happen? I used to love pictures of myself. Michael Metter took a picture of me walking up the stairs at a band competition one time. It was a great picture. I don't know. You got older. I used to hate pictures of myself. Now do you like them? I've just gotten over it. Yeah. I mean, I prefer the ones that I take, and I've de- there are definitely bad pictures of me. I'm not always photogenic. I have my bad angles. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. A, like a full body shot. You don't like that? That's not your favorite? I mean, they can be, but I, I've got bad angles. When it, if I'm sitting, no. I think, you know what happens? I only I like st- pictures of myself standing up. That's what I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened is I stopped using Snapchat. And when I was on Snapchat, I was, I mean, this was years ago now. I mean, you're, but I was you're, 90% of the time you're Snapchatting, you're Snapchatting from your waist. No, but that's the that's the trend now. And that's like totally cool. But like back yeah, in the day. Yeah, but that's what we just had to do back then because we were class. <laughs> right. But now, or back, I remember on Snapchat, if I was in a situation where I could take a good selfie, I did. And I, I mean, I made yeah. situations. If I was walking across the 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 great lawn i would i'd lift that camera up and get the good light get that good light and get the get the good eyebrows yeah it was a good time man snapchat was a mindless wasteland yeah uh i don't miss it no 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 her yik yaks back i don't miss that at all oh i do (laughs) that was cyberbullying at its finest yeah it was (laughs) uh no cyberbullying at its finest was form spring yes Form spring. That, if you were around, if you're old enough to remember form spring, or young enough to remember form spring, God help you. You're you're in therapy now, almost certainly. I know I am. I know I am. Yik yak, since it came back, has never loaded for me. I don't want. I don't want Roanoke College yik yak, which is what oh, we get here. I guess Hollins. <laughs> the first Jesus Christ. Is it awful? <laughs> They're awful. I'm sending it to you. This is literally just the thing I opened it to. Okay. And listeners, this is bad podcasting, but I'm not going to repeat any of these words out loud. (laughs) (laughs) This is just what I opened it to. Oh, my God. (laughs) The third most offensive one on here is anybody else here a federal agent question mark. So that tells you anything. These are all less than one mile for me. Um, that one is about five miles for me. The the first one is what? What'd you say? Read the first one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't read that one originally because it was too many words. Oh man, and this has been Yik Yak with Tyler and Ethan. This is our new podcast. Send this us is our yik new yaks. podcast. Send us Yik Yak from your college, and we'll review it. He rates yaks. That's what it's called. He rates yaks. I mean, like, it would have to be significantly more rated R. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, I, I would only want to be on Yik Yak as a college student. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want my own Yik Yaks. I want you, the college student, to send me Yik Yaks for me I, to judge. Though, I, though, Tyler, where I live, I can get fork in the market Yik Yak. That's its own hellscape. Like, I, I'm curious. <laughs> There, I the, can get 202 Social House Yik Yak. I know the manager of 202 Social House. And uh, I can get Awful Arthur's Yik Yak. I'm just doxing myself now. You certainly are. It's okay. I've got five locks between here, me and the ground. Kelsey sign Yik Yak. Probably not. I think she's. I don't think she dox lives it, here. I don't think she's here. I think she's yeah. the state too south from us. I believe you're correct. As like an ICU nurse. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know why I know that. I don't know. Oh, that I follow I, her on Twitter. 
I don't know that I've ever once talked to her. I have. You had you had class with her mom. I didn't. I did have class with her mom, but she was not in that class. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about Yik Yak. Really watch the Addison Ray movie, I guess. Watch the Addison Ray movie. It's it's pretty good. You'll enjoy it. We sold it. this as a, we watched it so you don't have to, but like you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Kind of have to. Let's punch some scores in and see how it did. Okay. I don't think it did very well with Discord audience. Uh, somebody on Facebook said that it was like, I didn't really like it and it wasn't as much like the original as I wanted. So 60 out of 100. And I was like, you need to use more of the scale. You need to. Well, you, you know who more used of more of the scale? Freaking Sarah Hanks. Did she give it a zero zero? <laughs> she gave it a four, which is <laughs> such a great score. I don't think anybody's ever given a movie a four. <laughs> we've had zeros. We'd have ones. We've had tens. I don't know if we've had fours. Ethan's 100%er is going to drive this story. This is a 100%er. I'm telling you. It's going to beat like the Battle of Five Armies or something because of that. <laughs> Actually, I, I really don't think it has any hope, even with that. <coughs> Hang on one second. It does have hope. Not much, but it does. And I know it's not going to get that score. Okay, so this has got to be the lowest listener rating. What you got for me? Oh, uh, it's a 41. <sighs> so just to review, I gave it a 45, which is pretty close to the listener rating. Ethan gave it a 100. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 30. Metacritic a 35. Listeners gave it a 41. And the Rotten Tomatoes audience a 28, which gives it a grand total big and nice score of 54.15, <laughs> which is not the lowest. <laughs> what beat it? It beat The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smile. Oh, man. I was hoping it was going to beat Space Jam. No. I gave it a better score than you gave Space Jam, though. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, by a few. Because I gave it a 23. Oh, uh, good times. Good times. But it came to a 54. Uh, Space Jam got a 57. The Santa Claus at 59. And The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies is 62. Well, there you go. The Addison Ray movie. Second worst movie of the year. It's not good. Second worst movie of the year. It's better than Space Jam. It was super watchable, and I'll probably see it again. I don't know why. Yeah, you do I, love these Netflix rom-coms. I do. I I feel like it's very hard to find rom-coms like this, and I'm probably just not looking in the right places, but I hey think Hey, man, I finally amazing. watched Crazy Rich Asians, and I really enjoyed that. That movie's amazing. Yeah. Saw that thing in theaters. I know. Oh, I thought it was a Netflix movie. No. Oh. Oscar it's a good movie. my man. It's well, a good movie. Well, Oscar nominated. I don't think it was. They're great books. Listeners, you should read those books. You yeah. will want to know more about Kevin Kwan after reading those books. I want to know more about the dude that plays the guy from the movie. He was Snake Eyes. What? what his name? The dude from the Crazy Rich Asians movie. Like the main guy? Yeah, the main guy. Okay. I want to know that guy. He, I don't know. He seems cool. He does seem cool. He was perfect for the part. Yeah. Yeah. They nailed him. I feel sure. like they were like, oh, we have the world's most handsome Asian man now. Okay, look. Everything. Jimmy Woo was not in this movie. Randall Park was not in that movie. Correct. People love them some Jimmy Woo. They do. Fresh off the boat. I was surprised Randall Park wasn't in Crazy Rich Asians. I know. I feel like he could have shown up at any point. Well, he was. Like, that was that period of time where he was literally the Asian guy in everything. Yeah, but they had to introduce the new guy from Crazy Rich Asians and Aquafina. who hasn't been in anything. What are you talking about? He's in every movie. The the main guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he was just in Snake Eyes. As what is Snake, Snake Eyes? Eyes from GI Joe? Boy, let me tell you what I didn't see. They made more of those movies. It just came out. 
Okay, I have never heard of it. And I've seen like eight movies in theaters. I haven't seen a single preview. Henry Golding. Henry Golding was in Crazy Rich Asians, A Simple Favor, Last Christmas, Snake Eyes, and will be in The Tiger's Apprentice. So he hasn't really been in as many movies as I thought, but I've seen... You've seen this entire discography. I've seen like all of this. <laughs> I was going to say, Simple Favor is one you recommended. Last Christmas... Simple Favor is I- amazing. Last Christmas didn't get great reviews. I thought it was pretty good, though. Um, it's Henry Golding and the um, dragon girl from Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, uh, Amelia Clark. Yeah, um, was yeah. Cool. No, uh, Crazy Rich Asians the movie is one of the best uh, novel adaptations I've ever seen. So it's like up there with Holes. Why do we always have to talk about Holes with great novel adaptations? Because I know, it's a great novel adaptation. I know it was Holes and Fight Club. Man, are the two that I think of. We need new examples. I just read a book that was very much like Holes, except if uh, it was very hard to read. <laughs> It's called uh, it's called the Nickel Boys by Colson Whitehead. It's like exactly like Holes, if instead of giving him a, sh- a shorter shovel, that Mister Sir beat Zero to death for being black. Mm. Yeah, that would be very hard to read. It would be very. It was very heavy. Um, it did win a Pulitzer Prize for fiction. So no kissing Kate tries. Barlow in that one though. There was no kissing Kate Barlow in that one. No, no. It's a fantastic book though. Six six stars out of five. Go read it. Yellow spotted lizards. There were no yellow spotted lizards. No. What are they called? The flu floosh. Sploosh. Sploosh. Yeah. Sploosh. Certainly that would have fermented. They were like drinking booze, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm under the assumption that if you seal a mason jar, then nothing ever gets in. Whatever's in there is, uh, yeah, there's like enough air in there to pickle the pickles. And that's it ever. Like you could, I'm as long as you don't open the pickles, you could eat the pickles until the end of time. You think? Yeah. Until the lid rusts away Mm. until air gets in there. But they didn't have pickles. They had jam. Yeah. Which we'll is spiced peaches. You don't think there was any fermentation going on inside that pickle jar? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how mason jars work. That's one of those ones. Maybe we should ask Hank Green and be like, Hank, how Hank. does mason jar work? He's going to be like, it's a sealed jar. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> no, ask Hank Green how sploosh works. How does, yeah, you remember holes? How does sploosh work? Yeah. Should I just do that right now? Just tweet it? Or are you going to like? No, I was going gonna, gonna to TikTok him. Oh, sure. No, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, this has been an episode of a Bacon and Eggs and Movie Lovers podcast about um, He's All That, starring TikTok sensation Addison Ray. Uh, I look forward to whatever garbage Charlie D'Amelio decides to act in next week. I'm Team Addison. I'm te- fully Team Addison, yeah. Uh, it would take, listen, I'm not going to keep up with the gossip. If this is already a terrible take, might be. Yeah. But I'm I'm Team Addison. I'm Team Cobby Lame. Uh, yeah, 110%. That's it. But I'm also not Team Dixie and not Team Charlie. No, I'm Team Call Me Chris. Oh, yeah. Are you, do you follow Chris's uh, spam account? I only follow Chris's spam account ever since she started only doing toddler videos. Uh, I think the toddler videos are great. But- okay, yeah, but I've seen them all. Like, I saw the, f- the first one and that was it. That's all I need. They're uh, funny, but I'm so like, do your other stuff. I follow uh, and also call me, Chris, if you're listening to this, don't do you do whatever you want because you're do you're doing you and you know what's inside your bank account. Let's say you're making, Chris, you want to come on bacon and eggs? Yeah. Also call me, Chris. Do you want to come on bacon? I bet you do it. Yeah. Shoot her an email. Okay. Hey, do you want to talk for a long time instead of a short time? <laughs> about anything. Cause this is uh, a new literally show. anything. New format. We used to do movies. We can do now. We interview more. TikTokers. Uh, this is a fun fact about the history of bacon and eggs. At one point, before Ethan downloaded TikTok, I had I sent him a message and I said, "Hey, I just booked us a guest. He's a popular TikToker." And Ethan said, "No." I didn't say no. You said, "I don't want to work with a TikToker. I don't care about TikTok." TikTok. I mean, I didn't. Stupid. I didn't. TikTok was stupid. And he has since retired from TikTok. He's not. He he doesn't want to do TikTok now that it's all big. Oh, uh, good. good. We made a good call then. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like a nice guy. Made a good call then. I want Youth Pastor Ryan on Bacon and Eggs. That one I can almost guarantee we can get.
I know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just suggesting now. I'm not like, I'm not uh, spitballing into the void. Like, oh, I'd love for you to get Mark Marin on Bacon and Eggs. Who's Mark Marin? The original podcaster. Oh, I don't know who that is. He made WTF with Mark Marin, and then he made a TV show called Marin about him making a podcast. Huh. I've never heard any of these words. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I don't think the TV show was like, it was on whatever, it was on like Sundance or whatever channel did uh, Portlandia. Okay. But yeah, uh, uh, it's like one of the biggest podcasts of all time. He's like Adam Carolla. Hmm. He's been around, I think, just about as long. You learn something new every day. Also, if you, like, I would love for to have Adam Carolla on the show. You know, I just. I would love to have Joe Rogan, but like, I don't think our audience wants Joe Rogan. That would be interesting. Hey, Joe, welcome to the pot. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't talk that deep. How's your mental toughness treating you lately? I'd be like, not good, man. I mean, he no, he would just not be good. like. He would probably like, look, so you guys make movie podcasts. Like, why did you do that? Why did you think that we needed two more white guys doing movie podcasts? Also, bro, I love your show. Like, it's very cool that you do that. But like, why did you think that was a good idea? And I would be like, I'm sorry, Joe. And he's like, yeah, you should be. You know, you, Joe, I feel, I'd be like, hey, Joe, I know you talk a lot about alpha males and beta males. And I think that whole narrative is counterproductive. And he'd be like, yeah, you're a delta male. And I'd be like, yes, I am. Yes, sir. I don't think you've got the right vibe from Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Should you I never be? listen to Joe Rogan? I've listened to a few episodes. Maybe. Maybe not full episodes. I've listened to like, I listened to the Musk episode because everybody did. And that was like a thing. That was before like you hated billionaires. I get it. Listener, you always hated billionaires. Whatever. Uh, oh, bro. I uh, Look, I you got to listen to the Goggins episode. Oh, you see, I love Goggins. That's my... Weakness. He was my it, it, Joe Rogan was my introduction to Goggins. I'm somebody who like doesn't particularly care for the military or for billionaires, but David I don't Goggins care for, particularly and, for for the billionaires or uh, the military or Joe Rogan or David Goggins. But I love David Goggins. I love David Goggins. I love Jesse Itzler, and I'm sure I don't I love like Jesse that. Itzler. See. I just do. I wish I didn't, but I do. I don't like David Goggins when he speaks on purpose. <coughs> what do you mean? I, I think Goggins is in, an interesting interview and a great story. I don't like his content. Yeah, I can I can vibe with that. His story is unbelievable. Yeah, his story is also like, like if you listen to his story, I know that it's just picking up excuses, but it's like, yeah, I'm never going to have the grit you have because I did not have the childhood you had at right. all. Right. Well, and, and that's that's what I think a lot of the time is. The thing that gets lost when you talk to to billionaires and famous uh, speakers is that um, they are different than us. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I'm J- just Jesse like Jesse Isler is built different. Yes, yeah. he had a heads up or a head start. Yes, he did X, Y, Z. He's and he's incredible. And he pitches that whole anybody could do what I did kind of thing. But they can't like it, it, that is, I think, the worst contribution America has had to global society is the American dream. That's a pretty rich uh, take from a self-made contractor. I'm not good at it. I don't I don't like being like this, right? Like I would I would love to um I would love to do this full time. You do. Well like yeah, but like but like on a on a on a W two. Oh, for somebody else then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're hiring. If, if you're, you're hiring a video editor, I'm interested. Or, or a podcaster. Well, that I think is going to continue to be uh, our own thing. Yeah, it's not even that I, I do it. I mean, I do do it full time, but I would I would like a little more um a little more stability would be good. Yeah. But like also, I'm not going to be a, a, you know, a billionaire from this ever. No, no, you're not. I would have to make significant changes right now to be a billionaire. You can't, you can't make billion dollars editing videos. I can't make a bit. I'm, 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 I've, I've started too late to make a billion dollars. No, you haven't started too late, but like you have to sell books, right? You have no, to. I have not started too late to make a million dollars. I have started too late to make a billion dollars. I don't think you have because it, like it's all exponential wealth. Once you hit a million, it's like. Yeah, but it's, it's not to a billion though. Not to know. a billion. I don't want to um, make a billion dollars. 
I don't want to make billion dollars either, but like most of the billionaires are generational billionaires. Not yes, especially at this point. Like, yes, Jeff Bezos uh, got very uh, right place, right time with Amazon. But like uh, most of the billionaires that invented stuff did it in the at least the 90s. You can call it right place, right time. He had to build those warehouses and stuff like. Right. Yeah. But he was the th- the online bookstore. It's like Google became Google, right? Like, right. He had the fortunity to become Amazon, he, but it's, he didn't invent online retail. He didn't invent online bookstores. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like he didn't invent Microsoft. He perfected online bookstores and online retail. I thought it was interesting. The let's, reason uh, let's end the show and talk about this later. Okay. Addison Ray, uh, if you want to come on Bacon and Eggs, and you're listening to this right now, um, I gave your movie 100 percent because I loved it. Please come on Bacon and Eggs. I'd love to talk to you. You seem very nice. I would love to find out that you are so much more than the TikTok. I don't know if the podcast will it'll teach us that. She's made 90 TikToks at a minute length. At yeah, but, but that's like, okay, so that's the, the hypercellular argument of TV show versus movie. Yeah. Of if you make, you will learn less about somebody in two hours worth of minute long TikToks than you would in, in a one hour conversation. Correct. Anyway, Addison Ray, you're welcome on the show anytime. Uh, I will I will say that you are a great actress. Yes. I will. My name is Ethan Edgehill. This is Bacon and Eggs. Our graphics are by Vaishan Brandon. Our music is by Andrew Scott Bell. Andrew Scott Bell Music.com. And Vaishan draws on Instagram. You can figure out which one's which. It's not that hard. Bacon and Eggs is a production of the WBNE Podcast Network. Uh, for more great shows like this and like that's what I'm talking about and like Sincerely Us and like Curly Critics and like Unsobered and like Perspective Z and like our former members, uh, Hello from Elsewhere and, and Late like, to the Party and Late to the Party. Yes, the one I forgot was me this time. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure we I'm, forgot somebody else. I'm sure we did. Were. And if I forgot somebody else's network, I'm so sorry. I'm not looking at a list I'm trying to come up with it off the top. And uh, I'm sorry. Um, I should look at the list, but I don't have the energy for that. So I didn't. And I'm sorry. Here's a preview for that's what I'm talking about. Hello, my name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC. And on That's What I'm Talking About, I'm experiencing the world of J.R.R. Tolkien for the very first time. Now that I've finished covering Lord of the Rings, I'm reading The Hobbit and realizing that it's a very different experience. It takes them like 70 pages to just leave the Shire. Longer. Fellowship of the Ring. It, it takes them like- Forever. It, I think it takes them like 100 pages to get out of the Shire. I was just fuming. I was like, you mean to tell me <laughs> That they leave the Shire in the span of one sentence, but it takes them a hundred pages in Fellowship of the Ring. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. And go to WBNE.org or anywhere you get podcasts to find those great shows. Uh, Bacon and Eggs production of WBNE. On behalf of Tyler Carlin, my name is Ethan Edgehill, <coughs> and until next time, Arrivederci. Addison Ray. There you go.